Welcome to the Colon Cancer Podcast, stories of struggle, hope, and survival in the face of colorectal cancer. I'm Lee Silverstein. Welcome to episode 25 of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to take a moment to talk about a friend, a friend that was taken from us far too early by colon cancer. Harry Gorlick was a good friend, and I first met Harry uh, during our the Colon Cancer Alliance weekly online chat. And I remember the first time we interacted online, I was like, this guy is a hoot. No matter what we were talking about, Harry would find a way to make fun of it, to put some inappropriate twist on the topic, and to make us all laugh. And we've all heard the expression that laughter is the best medicine. And if indeed that's true, then perhaps we should refer to Harry as Dr. Harry Gorlick because nobody delivered the medicine of humor better than Harry did. I first got to meet him in person when he asked if I would uh, be so kind as to room with him uh, for the 2013 colon cancer conference in Miami. And we became fast friends and hung out with a wonderful group of people. And that group, by the way, included Jean Anglet, who unfortunately she too was taken from us earlier this summer. So two people that I got the chance to spend significant time with during that conference, unfortunately are no longer with us. But Harry was a friend to many. He was a buddy volunteer. He was one of the moderators of the chat group and was truly always the life of the party and always put others ahead of himself. He was never the first to raise his hand and ask for help and support, though perhaps he should have, but that was just Harry. And the last time I received an email from him was back in June when he again said, hey, if your wife's not planning or unable to come to the conference in Phoenix, uh, would it be okay if we roomed together? And I replied quickly and said, of course, Harry, it'd be my pleasure. So I'm recording this message prior to the conference. However, it is going to be published after the conference. Uh, The wonders of modern technology, I guess. So I will tell you, uh, I don't know what the plans are uh, heading into the uh, Live Your Best Life 2015 conference as far as room arrangements. But if there's not a roommate for me uh, at this conference, I will tell you, it's going to be pretty lonely without Harry there. So Harry, I know I speak uh, for all of your friends and all the people that you touched with your smile and your good humor. We love you and we miss you. Some events coming up uh, in the colon cancer community that I want to make you aware of. On Saturday, November 7th, the Colon Cancer Alliance is partnering with Sacred Heart University for a tailgate party prior to their game with Duquesne University. And this event is to raise money and raise awareness. Uh, The title of the event is Coach Knopf Tackles Cancer. And this is to honor and support 
coach Mark Nelfry, head coach uh, of uh, Sacred Heart University, who was diagnosed at the age of 45 with colon cancer. And uh, I understand he will be on the sidelines for this game. So if you live anywhere near the uh, Sacred Heart University campus up in Fairfield, Connecticut, and have some time available on Saturday morning, November 7th, come on out and support this event. Uh, I know uh, the team from the Colon Cancer Alliance will be there, and I'm sure it'll be a wonderful time. And the following Saturday on November 14th, is the next stop for the Undy 5K run and one mile walk. And that stop is in Arlington, Texas. We'll be meeting our friends out in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at uh, the Levitt Pavilion. And that event starts at 8.30 in the morning on Saturday, November 14th. If you've not attended an Undy run or walk, it's a lot of fun. It's a great event. Do come on out and support uh, the colon cancer community if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. My guest this week is Marisa Perez, and Marisa is the first guest that I've had the opportunity to speak to who is not uh, a colon cancer survivor, nor did she get involved in uh, advocacy work for colon cancer uh, as a caregiver. She had a different spin on how she got involved and yet has made an incredible impact on the colon cancer community and was honored by the Colon Cancer Alliance as September's Hero of the Month. Join me now for my conversation with Marisa Perez. Hi, Marisa. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What a wonderful honor to be recognized by the Colon Cancer Alliance as the hero of the month. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm very, very proud and ecstatic about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I have the, the honor and privilege, and I use both words uh, because it is truly both an honor and a privilege to speak to so many people. And you are the first one that I've spoken to whose uh, original motivation for getting involved in colon cancer was not the result of either A, being a patient or survivor, or B, being a caregiver. So tell me a little bit how you came to become involved with colon cancer awareness. Well, a couple of, well, actually about nine years ago, I started working for a gastroenterologist here in Whittier, California. Um, and the program was called the Colon Cancer Prevention Alliance. Um, and of course it was all, you know, to prevent colon cancer. Um, and the, my boss's name is Dr. Shindal. His passion for preventing colon cancer is, I, I can't even tell you how important this subject is for him. He, he has family members that have passed from colon cancer. So, um, his passion for preventing it is extremely contagious. Um, a few years after I started working with him, I had already had the colon cancer fever, uh, colon cancer prevention fever, but a few years after, uh, about three years after, I had a cousin who was 26 die from colon cancer. So it just, you know, got me worked with about it even more. <laughs> I see. I'm, I'm sorry that that had to... Uh... Uh, be the fuel to spark that. But what was what is it about him and the work that he does that inspires people like yourself? 
you know, working with him, it's not, he's not the average gastroenterologist. Um, you know, he does work, you know, taking care of patients with the, you know, everyday GI issues, but his passion for preventing it, you know, the, w- the way that he talks and the way that he's communicating and getting the word out, it was just very contagious. Um, learning from him, he's a great teacher. Learning from him um, was extremely easy. And the more I sat and talked to him, the more I needed to know. Um, and then after learning how preventable it is, it was just like, you know, we can really make a difference in the community. All we need to do is get the word out about prevention and how preventable it is. And we can really make an impact in our community. And obviously you've done a lot of that work uh, before I get to the uh, events that you've done. Uh, tell me a little bit, you know, when you see all that's going on right now around the, the nation as it relates to uh, breast cancer, what do you see in the future? Uh, compare, I don't want to say comparing the two, but do you envision the day that we could have that kind of exposure for colon cancer like we currently see for breast cancer? That is my biggest hope and my biggest dream. You know, and I understand what you're saying, but uh, when it comes to breast cancer, you know, you hear everything about breast cancer. Everything is pink. Everything is, you know, breast cancer. And And it's awesome that everybody's so passionate about preventing breast cancer or, you know, treating it and finding it early. Um... But when you compare the two and you find out, you know, how kind of that preventable colon cancer is, there's no reason why this should not be a cancer that everybody is more aware of and preventing more often. Um, so when, when I see everything pink everywhere, I, I can't help but to tell them, you know, remember your other end, you know, you you got to get that screened. <laughs> You have you have to do it. So when I when I did the um, when I did the the lecture, um, I, I kind of had to use pink and blue together. It was just a great opportunity to get those two together. I see. Well, well, tell us about that event since you've or, since you've you've brought that up. Oh, uh, tell, us, tell us what you did. That's so all. It's for fine. October, you know, everybody knows that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and it was. Everything is pink, and uh, the Colon Cancer Alliance has this uh, campaign called Screen This Too, and it's the little pink underwear, and on the back of the booty area, it says um, Screen This Too. So at the organization that I work with, which is PIH uh, Health here in Whittier, um, I originally was going to do a lecture for my department. Um but when education found out about this lecture, it grew up into something bigger than I expected. Um, but I used the pink and the breast cancer awareness along with the Screen This Too campaign in order to bring more awareness just to our employees alone about how preventable colon cancer is. And using the Screen This Too underwear was a huge help. It was, it was just, it was awesome being able to put them two together. It resonated with the audience? Oh my, oh my gosh. It was, I had an unbelievable turnout. 
the the thank yous I was getting via email, the thank yous I was getting walking down the hallway. Um, it, it was it was great. It was great. It, it was way. It turned out way better than I ever expected. Had you done public speaking before? I have. I have um, for the community here in Whittier. Uh, we've done health fairs. We've done uh, physician lectures. Uh, we work with the city a lot. Uh, so I, I have done some lectures. I, nothing, you know, nothing like you, of course. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do some. One of the things, Marisa, that we are challenged with is people tend to feel embarrassed when they're talking about colorectal cancer. How do you get past that? You know, I don't know. I have no shame when it comes to talking about, um, you know, the colon and the booty. My thing is everybody's so embarrassed about talking about it. I look for any way whatsoever to kind of, you know, quote, break the ice. Um, so it may be silly little, you know, we had, we did the, um, relay for life one year. Um, and we ended up having a great turnout. We got all these awards for our camp, um, area, but it was, um, we had these like little, I made t-shirts and it said, um, colon cancer free zone. And I had an arrow pointing down to the butt. Um, so it's little silly things like that, that get people talking about it. Um, anything related to the butt, any kind of cartoon I'm using anything. I I have no idea. My boss tells me I have no shame in the game. I I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's key, right? You know, shame gets in the way. Uh, I spend a fair amount of time in the Colon Cancer Alliance Blue Hope Nation Facebook group, and I'm absolutely amazed people who are in the midst of treatment, uh, who've been diagnosed, that apologetically raise issues about symptoms. You know, sorry if this is too much information, yada, 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 you know, uh, about their poop or whatever, and they're apologizing. And that bothers me because I, I'm concerned that that possibly could be getting in the way of people going to get screened and or speaking up about symptoms. It's a huge barrier. It's a huge barrier. And I'm trying to break that barrier down here with my organization, Uh, even with my boss, Uh, getting him to agree with some of the, uh, with my taste, with communicating with patients in the community, it's a barrier. It is. And, And getting people to talk about it is a huge challenge. So this is not the same boss that got you inspired. It is. To, oh, it is the same boss. The okay. same boss. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I just wanted to um, make sure his, I was his, clear. His um, his he wants to be more professional about it, and and I get it, and I get being professional, but professional isn't always going to be the way to get people to talk about it, and you kind of have to make it make light of the subject to get people to start feeling more comfortable to talk about it that that's that's been my biggest um, obstacle is getting people to talk about it right and you shared you know your very personal connection and the fact that you lost a young cousin uh, do you see additional obstacles when it comes to young people 
you know, we're seeing the statistics of the dramatic increase in the rate of diagnosis in people under 40. And do you see that to be a particular barrier for the younger generation? I do because not only, you know, not only are they um, embarrassed to talk about it, but they're afraid. Um, so I, you know, the younger people, I'm telling them, I'm trying to tell them, you know, don't be afraid. You know, if you see, if you're having any kind of symptom, you know, talk to your doctor about it. You know, there's, there's only one way of finding out and that's to talk about it and get checked out. True. True. So is it the same boss that also gave you this nickname? Tell us about your nickname. <laughs> the, the colon chick. Um, I got invited to one of our OBGYN's 50th surprise party. Uh, so of course I had to bring a gift and I boxed and wrapped up all nice and pretty movie prep. Uh, so <laughs> when, he, <laughs> when he opened it, he, he was kind of not, he wasn't even really surprised. He just gave me that look and he was like, of course, what else would my colon chick get me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Did you at least include a straw? <laughs> <laughs> I told him to chill it. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> um, you know, but it was in after that I and I've heard it before. You know, my colon check, my colon check, and and I don't even know where where that even came from because I've heard it before he said it. Um, I, I even have a T-shirt of a of a little check, and it has and it has colon check on it. Um. <laughs> So, so it came from that, and it was a joke. And, and initially, it was I was like, "Gosh, should I be ashamed, or am I supposed to be embarrassed about that?" But it, I'm, I'm totally not embarrassed about it at all. Uh, I'll walk down the hall and I'll hear a colon check, and I'll turn around and give like a thumbs up. It, it's, it's awesome for me. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of having that nickname. It's a badge of honor. It, it is. Cool. It really is. Yeah. So uh, I'm just so impressed. You know, going back to where we started, that. You're one person that that devoted and has devoted so much energy into this cause that originally didn't affect you. Uh, you're one person that that's made a difference. Uh, what do you tell people who may feel like, well, you know, what can I do? You know, how can I possibly really make an impact in my community? What would what would you share with somebody like that? Just to make sure that their family and friends are getting screened. Um, the screening, of course, is the way that it's going to be prevented. And that little reminder, you know, nobody's going to go to the doctor and ask them, can I please have a colonoscopy? Nobody's going to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, it, but it's something that they need to ask for because not all PCPs or, you know, whoever they're seeing is going to tell them, you know, it's time for you to have a you know colonoscopy. It all depends on how much time PCP has, and and if they have the chance to get around and you know tell the patient or refer the patient for colonoscopy. Everywhere I go, it's really it's the end of the ages, you know, because of everything that's uh, patients being diagnosed earlier now. Everywhere I go, I end up talking about colon cancer prevention. Um, Everywhere. I'm at the market, I'm at the mall, I'm at the gym. Um, everywhere I go, it's, it's colon cancer prevention. Have you had your butt check? Have you had your butt check? Um, so, it, I, I don't know. It's just making sure that everybody, tell everybody that you know to have a colonoscopy because this can save your life. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. What's next for you? What's, what's the future hold for you and, and what, what's next on your, on your to-do list as it relates to colon cancer? I'm trying to get a walk together. Uh, I do want to purchase the, um, the blow-up corn, and I want to have a walk from my hospital to uh, this pizza parlor that I have. Um, and hopes to raise money for the patients that can't afford their co-pays or um, can't afford the small bowel prep because the bowel prep is a huge thing that turns off patients. Um, so the funds that I'm hoping to raise will go for patients' co-pays and pay for their preps. Um, and then hopefully, you know, we don't find any patients with colon cancer. Um, but yeah, I, I want I want to do a walk in order to raise awareness and and help the patients that can't afford a colonoscopy. That, that's next that's on my list. Wonderful. That's that's great that you have such a give back spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what I want to wrap up with, Marisa, and I ask a lot of the folks that I speak to. Um, Someone may be listening to this podcast, listening to our conversation, who they themselves or someone they care deeply about was recently diagnosed with colon cancer. Uh, From your involvement and what you've seen, what would you say to that individual? To continue the fight. um, you 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 can't give up. Um, giving up is not an option. Just to continue the fight, have faith, pray. Um, j- just continue the fight. You know, there's there's no giving up. I like that. Worth good words of inspiration. Well, Marisa, thank you so much for all that uh, you've done to help raise awareness, not just in your own community out in California. But uh, your word is spreading, and it's well-deserved recognition that you received to be the hero of the month. And and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. Uh, you're really making a difference. And, and I know I appreciate it, and I'm sure uh, everybody that's aware of your story also appreciates it. Yay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Notes from this episode can be found on our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on our website, on iTunes, or on the Stitcher app for listeners using an Android device. If you or a loved one has a question about colon cancer, please visit the Colon Cancer Alliance website at www.ccalliance.org. Again, that's www. .ccalliance.org. You can also email your questions to us at info at the colon Thanks again for listening. Be well, everyone.